When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Sup? Nope, that's not Tim's voice. Where is Tim? All right, we're going to play a Simba. That wasn't him. It wasn't much, but it wasn't him. Oh. Oh. Why don't you just settle in your chair and be quiet? Yeah, what's uh, up with your chair today, Doug? Did I don't you... know. This one was, was sinking on me, and the other one leans forward. I feel like I'm going to fall into the desk, maybe hit my forehead on the counter. I don't know. Well, that would be a bad start to the show. I'm not going to be much good to yous. What's the beef? Uh, the chair? Uh, well, the chair is a good start. Yeah, that's a good start to misery. Mm. I'll bounce back. Another good start to misery is Tim's out today. Where is he now? He's still feeling sick. We hope he feels better very soon. Yeah. Uh, but he did not come in. He doesn't want to get anybody else sick. You know, that's the thing to do. If you're feeling sick, stay home. That's simple as that. We can handle it. There's a lot of stuff going around. There's still some COVID going around. Yeah, I see in, uh, in uh, Great Britain, part of the U.K., there's a, a cough going around so bad that it'll break some of your ribs. It can fracture your ribs. Oh, really? Yeah. Not to mention, don't forget the pep friend. There's a dog, like, flu going on. It's like kennel cough on steroids. Oh, so yeah. Keep your yeah. dogs away from other dogs. It's actually a huge epidemic right now. Yeah, I don't know I about St. That. Louis. But. I saw that in our vet, too. They said if you're, if you're walking your dog and you come across another dog, nope. don't let them make contact. Nope. and Try to keep them away from the groomers here for a little while and avoid Tenth the vet season. if you can. Yeah. Well, well, all of that tells me is grab your furry friends, grab your family, gather around the hearth, turn on the old radio machine, yeah. or fire up the YouTube channel, and get ready for three sweet hours of broadcasting because this is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. That's 95 calories, and you bet, Doug, 2.6 grams of carbs to my right. Douglas Elvin Vaughn across the dais from me, Darren the Plowhawk Atkins on the ones and twos to my left, Brentwood Hall of Famer and St. Louis USBC Hall of Famer, Ken Iggy Strode. Some people say this show makes him sick. Well, you know, uh, we'll try to be the ibuprofen to your illness. Oh, wow. Not bad, right? And then the Not second bad. studios, kind enough to come in on short notice. Once again, KG and O-Town. Thank you to KG. I'm Action Jackson. This is the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. Get involved in the presentation because we got a lot to talk about today, Doug. Uh, well, I've got my own problems, so I, you talk about what you want to. I, well, no, I want to hear about I'm your really problems. really battling something. Oh, okay. Feel free. 
Uh, we bought an iPhone last February from uh -oh. T-Mobile. Oh, you're blessed. The iPhone never really worked very well. Constantly, it would cut out. We took it in, tried to get it fixed at T-Mobile. No, but it's an Apple problem. Took it to Apple. No, but it's a T-Mobile problem. Finally, we took it back to Apple. They sent it off to be fixed. Came back. Wasn't fixed after all. Finally, after almost nine months, Apple said, okay, we'll send you a new phone. Mm. We'll replace it. Sure enough, they did. Sent us the new phone. It works great. We were supposed to put the old phone that didn't work back in the box, send it back to I've Apple. I've done that, yeah. Which we did. Mm -hmm. Apple then sent us an email saying the box arrived empty. There was nothing in the box. Mm. So someone stole it right. in transit between right. FedEx and Apple. Right. So now we can't get our $1,000 back for the first phone no. unless we prove what we what we paid for it, when we paid for it, what the serial number was on the phone. Call T-Mobile. We can't give you the serial number. From the oh, we'll get us the serial number. I got to have it to get the money back. Well, we can't give you that. We can give you an I. IME number or something, but Emeadoka, an Emeadoka number. Is it? Oh, man. Whatever. It kind of takes. It, it just too. goes on and on. We've been fighting this phone since February, since February, and as of now, we've bought two phones, one of which does work, the other of which has been stolen. Oh no. I so no, I'm not going to be much good to you. Let me give you two examples of what you're talking about and how we may be better off with robots actually doing people's work. Um, you know, I had to sign this new lease because I moved 20 feet away. Same price, but I had to sign a new lease for this one. So I got to go through all the hoopla of... You used to be able to just show them your proof of insurance because I have apartment insurance. You just... When you sign the lease, you show here's my insurance. Okay, you're good. No, now you got to go through somebody called Foxen. Foxen? Foxen. They handle all the insurance. So Bill Newhouse, so I my insurance guy for like 30 years, member at Algonquin, actually. And um, guy said, can you just send me a picture of the policy? I got to go through this thing. So he sends me a picture. And because I need, I couldn't just show him anybody. I need proof. Of, so I have to download it. So I send it to Fox and I go to the website and go through all the stuff, upload your insurance. Yeah, I do it. I get a thing back. Thank you. We got your insurance. Unfortunately, we can't accept it. It doesn't have the P.O. Box number in Ohio of Mills Property. What? I'm insuring it at Pavilion Apartments, Apartment 4. Why do I have to have an address of Mills Property in Ohio on there? So I had to send it back to Bill, say, can you change? I don't know what this, I don't know what this means. <laughs> Come on, Bill. How would Bill, how would Bill know what the post office box of it's his responsibility. Mills yeah, Property on, Bill. in Ohio is? So I said, can you figure what this means and can you change it and send it back to me? Because what they do is they, so we can't accept this. So we've enrolled you in our insurance, which is like $200 more a year than what I pay. Of course. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. So hopefully Bill will do it. And then AT&T as well. Uh, when I moved into the apartment, again, 20 feet away, I just took my equipment, my modem and everything from my apartment and moved it into the other old apartment. Well, they said, uh, we'll be sending you a, your new equipment. You have to send the old equipment back when we send you the new equipment. And I said, no, I, I, I call, talked to the girl. She said, just use your old equipment. So I called again. She goes, duh, just, we do that all the time. When you move a place, they do that. But um, just disregard it. You won't get anything in the mail. Well, a FedEx package shows up. But it's not a modem. It's wires. It's like two wires. So I call again. I said, I got these two wires. Am I supposed to send these old wires back? No, no, don't worry about that. You know, they were just talking about the moment. Don't worry about it. I've had 10 phone calls in the last 10 days. 
Yanser, it says AT&T support. Yanser, it's a recording. Yes, Mr. Strode, we have not received your modem back. Uh, you'll be charged $150. I've made three calls to these people. So they keep calling. You tell me not to worry about it. I keep getting calls that I'm going to charge $150. You won't get charged. Sure enough, charged. Hmm. So I got to call them again and say, "What is? I'm not paying this. No, we'll disregard it. What the hell? That's the kind of thing you have to put up with with these companies. If you ever Can't it be simple? If you ever do get through to someone, the Indian accent will be so thick, you understand about every other word that they say. But their name is Phil. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hi, Sam Patrice. I've, I've had great experience with customer service. You're a pleasant human, though, Paul. Not to say that Iggy or Doug, you are not. Yeah, I feel like you you have to be nice immediately. You have to set a, a tone immediately. You're nice. understanding they're in charge. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to do with it. When you talk to these people and you call, they have nothing to do with it. So you can't get mad at them. They're not the one that sent you a bill or charged right. you or didn't send back right. a box. That's just the messenger. Yeah, they're just helping you. And they've been very good. But they, they all say one thing, but then the, the opposite happens. So I don't know. I, but I, don't... I guess uh, Bill will know about a P.O. box in Ohio means for my insurance. I don't know. But, Doug, why, with the phone, can you just return it to one of your local stores and have them send it off? So no, like, no. I've, I've done the same thing as Doug. You have to send it into like Verizon. A, I have to send it into Verizon. That's a problem. They want you liable. Yeah. T-Mobile wanted nothing to do with it. But they they, they the sold box, it right? but hadn't yeah. give us Once zero satisfaction hands, at all. Yeah. T-Mobile was not the least bit helpful. That's D- who I have. Doug, I feel like because you probably took it to like a UPS store, right? When you we took it, it to the FedEx store that it was a prepackaged label and everything. Right. So I feel like the label would have the weight on it. And if the weight is a certain amount for a phone, then they know that you put at least something in there that would weigh the same as a phone. What else would it have been besides a phone? Right. You would think. Yeah. Oh, I definitely put the phone in, wrapped it up. Because they weigh it immediately once they get the package. So yeah. I feel like they would have it would be two different weights from mm-hmm. when it arrived and when it was sent. So And maybe uh, ultimately they'll they'll get it figured out i don't know and not charge me yeah you would think the largest company in the world could <laughs> could absorb a, a loss every now and then and i'm sure they do but theft is a problem you can't trust yeah. anybody anymore You've, and I, I figure there's probably eight to ten people probably touched that between the time that yeah. it got to the fedex office in st louis and got to wherever it was going in apple right. have you always had t-mobile or did you change uh, no i changed the, 10 years or so ago oh because t-mobile had a special if you join t-mobile you get a free iphone yeah, a lot of them do. Try I'm not going to change companies for a switch. free phone. I really don't care. Was the iPhone itself broken that you sent back? Well, it wasn't really broken. It's just constant drop calls. Okay. You couldn't call anyone. Really? Yeah. The phone breaking down. Okay. Uh, I was like, I was like, well, if they're stealing a broken phone. And I... they fixed it once. They took it away for a month, gave us a loaner, and a said, month? "We'll fix this." Wow. Jeez. And the loaner worked fine. Really? And then we got the old phone back. That didn't work again. Yeah, they probably just gave you a refurb. Refurb. Like a Sibian. And I'll be darned if someone didn't steal it in transit. <laughs> Son of a sack ass. You can't win, Doug. I can't. You can't win. And now my garage door opener doesn't work. <laughs> the garage that? door opener doesn't work. What a day you're having. Oh. See, we do. We sign up for the have to be there drop-off packages. We don't lay them on the porch. And we've had, we haven't had any issues or haven't had neighbors have issues. I'd rather just pick it up from the... Well, I don't think the this locals. got set on the porch at iPhone. No, I, we walked I know. into just... the FedEx office, and then they sent it to iPhone. To it's Apple. so easy to pick up a package and run. <laughs> what happened to the old days? And I, I kind of like this, but They're gone. they trust me that they know. Uh, my FedEx and UPS guys know who I am. So they just leave the package. <laughs> Everyone knows. They also know you go on vacation right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, right after Thanksgiving and Christmas. And what you shoot. Yeah, and what I shoot. Mm-hmm. On the Everyone knows they all that. Know that. Yeah. Um, 
But it used to be you couldn't get a package unless you signed for it. And if you weren't there, they would leave it at the clubhouse of the apartment. So you'd have to go up there and pick it up. Or at the post office. Yeah, now they just leave it there. You don't have to sign anything. And that's why things disappear. My bowling ball disappeared. You know, if I would have had a sign for it and I wasn't there, it would have been up at the pavilion clubhouse. I'd have went and picked it up. But they just leave it there now. They don't have to sign anything. Hmm. I don't get that. Well, share your stories of, of theft or otherwise uh, with on the EDF group text inbox at 314-881-TMA5. You can also call in because KG is back there, 636-904-TMA. Matter of fact, Doug, we have a caller. Have we? TMA Walrus oh, number okay. one is on the uh, phone lines. This one we just let everyone in. and Sure, and, let them cook. Yeah. Press conference Friday. Uh, what's up, TMA Walrus? Hey, morning, boys. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're Good. fine. This guy Good. sounds hot. A little hollow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So I had a quick story about Iggy. You got Doug's um, iPhone there? <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who snabbed it. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Um, so what happened with us is kind of the same thing. We James Carlton is my agent, first and foremost. He's fantastic. Everyone there is great. He is. Cannot speak highly of him. I talked to James um, when but, I was going to, when uh, I said maybe I'll switch. And it would have saved me money, but I'm I'm kind of a loyal guy, and sure. I, I've been with my guy for 25 years, so I want to support the sponsors, but at the same time, I'm loyal. So, but if you got James Carlton, you're in good hands. 100. percent And the story I have goes along with yours, Iggy. We got a uh, a thing from our apartment complex saying that they're not taking State Farm for whatever stupid reason. But if we were going to keep it, then it was going to be an extra hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, we're way overpaying for what we pay for anyway. And I was hopping mad at the apartment. So I called James, and I called straight to him. I said, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. I said, but this is what they're telling me. He's like, I'm not going to pay $100 extra. And he says, yeah, you're not going to. And he gave me, and this is how great he is, immediately he gave me the name of a competitor and says, you go talk to him. He'll take care of you. He's like, get your, get your renter's assurance from him, but you're not paying that extra money. And I thought that was awesome because he didn't try to talk me out of it or try to sell me on it. He said, yeah, you're not doing it here. Talk to this guy. That's why he's the not best. World-class human. World-class yeah. human. So yeah. I, that's why I'm 100% forever always going to be uh, with James Carlton. Just for that simple fact, he didn't try to talk me out of it or sell, upsell me or anything. He was fantastic. Love that guy. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah, he even, told, he even told me when I talked to him. He was like, I can save you a little bit of money. But, you know, he said, I, I said, I know Bill. He says, I know Bill. He's a great guy. And if you've been with him that long, just stay with him. You don't need to change. Yeah. You don't want a hole in your insurance and then have to say, that's a bad hole, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what Foxen does. Yeah, I don't know. That's so dumb. I don't know why people or apartment complex can do that. But I guess they can now because of the shortage of, you know, places to live and stuff. But it's ridiculous. I don't get it. We're kind of in the same boat with you, Iggy. We probably just need to, I don't know, get out of our... We love our apartment where we're at here in South County, but... Get on out of there. Get, a house or something. <laughs> get on out of there. Yeah. Moving uh, on up. No, no, we, Jefferson. we actually love it, though. I mean, everyone's cool and fine. It's perfectly good for us. But. Like, if I, if I just had, like, a couch and a table and two shirts and a small bed, I would move. I have too much stuff. You have a treasure trove. It took me a week place. to move 20 feet. Now, that's just renter's insurance, right? Yeah. You don't have to right. insure any of the, the building or anything. Oh, I'm just insuring my apartment if something happens. But I don't know why. But what? In my day, you just got renter's insurance to cover the contents of the apartment. Yeah. You, didn't have, you weren't right. forced to get that. You didn't, the apartment complex didn't make you get that. No, now they do, and now no, I can't. No, they do. 
now I can't even show it. Now I can't even just show it to him. You have to fax it or send it in. And then they didn't accept it. It had the wrong address. What address? It's got my address on it. That's what you're insuring. I'm not insuring somebody in Ohio. That's the address they want. Well, they think they think it's going to be, there's going to be people that say, I'm not going through all that. I'll just take the fox and which is like 180 bucks more a Give year. Give him the Buckeye address. <laughs> well, I, I hopefully, have, hopefully Bill can figure it out because I don't know what they're talking about. Come on, Bill. Renter's insurance, or we can't stay here, or they mm. charge us more. This is just like stupid. a peek into the renter's roundtable right. right here. So. And there's apartment buildings going up everywhere, yeah. all over town. Yeah. Buildings. Everywhere. Is it because yeah. people can't afford houses yes. anymore? There's none <laughs> yes. available? or they just... yeah, It's the younger the generation can't afford the down payment on housing prices that have spiked and interest rates that have also gone up with them. Yeah. So the combination oh, of ridiculous housing prices and 7% interest rates have, have priced a lot of people right out of the house. What's happened in this country? Bill? You know what, Doug? Along with that, so we went back, I went back home a couple weeks ago in West City, and I was talking to my uncle. My uncle was talking about there was a house around the corner from them that he was, he couldn't believe they were selling for like $130,000. And like that, he was shocked. And I looked at him. And I'm like, "Is that it?" <laughs> I was like, "I can't find anything other less than like 250 here in Afton." I was like, "So it's all about perspective and where you live. Here in St. Louis, it's just super high." Doug, location, really location, location. That's exactly what it is. Oh. And St. Louis isn't really high compared to the other major cities around the country. Oh. Right? Yeah, exactly. But for me, who is a legitimate poor person, it's a little high. Why are you so darn poor? I don't know. HD three. What do you do for a living, yeah. guy? <laughs> I work for the government. Oh, what do you what do you do exactly? Uh, I work for the National Archives. He's told oh, us he about does. this. He's I think he's told us about okay. this before. Yeah, they got oh, yeah. they have by the balls actually because they they know you got to live somewhere and if you're not going to buy a house, you know the only thing I don't I don't agree with is you know when I asked how come this apartment is the same price as that one, and that's before I moved in, mm-hmm. before I moved in. Right. He got my neighbor got his lease. He goes, yeah, they raised mine to nine fifty six. I go nine fifty six. They raised mine to ten sixty. Oh, I said. Geez, he really? said. He you said. Jobbed again. So I called and I asked. I said, "Is there a reason why his apartment is a hundred dollars less than mine, and probably more because he's got a fifty dollar deposit for dogs too? So it's probably less than that." Um, oh yeah. And she said, "Well, it's less square footage. Uh, you got your patio faces the nice grass area. He faces a parking lot. That's why it's cheaper." I said, "I get that. Okay." But then when I move in, the same price. I said, okay, now what happened to the things about the short, the the less space in they the parking lot? They know you're not lot? moving out. Well, that's the going price in Maryland Heights. I go, yes, Maryland Heights. Across the street, they built those things seven months ago. These were built in 1972. You can't compare the two. Doug, quit trying to compare them. Well, I've, I've been guilty of that for a long time now. Yeah, you're a comparison guy. But they know you're going to have to pay it because no matter where you're going to go, it's gonna be, that's going to be the price, so... I mean, I don't mind the complex. I just I haven't had to go through all this hoopla the last couple of years as I did in the first 20 I lived there. See, I'm perfectly living, perfectly happy living where we do. I don't have to take care of anything. You know, if something goes out, I don't got to pay for it. So I kind of like the apartment living, but my wife wants the house, so we'll eventually probably have to get one this year. But we can just move in with you, Doug. We're not too far from you. Yeah, I got room. You can move, move, yeah, in, move in with me if you want. I know there's it's, places they got five, six living in some of these places, so just move on in. Iggy's looking oh, for a roommate. Hot. Yeah, let's go. You and me, Iggy. I got you. Yeah, Would nice. you pay me like three thousand dollars a month for a, a bedroom? I'll stay where I'm at then. Thank you. No, you son of a. Okay. You get to see Doug in his underwear. Yeah, but, but he's gonna need fair. first and last month's rent. Yeah. <laughs> 
By the way, Iggy, that uh, I sent you the picture of the what was that Blue Mountain coffee that I got from friends of ours in Jamaica. It's really good coffee. It is good coffee. Blue Mountain is yeah, the best coffee you can get, very in my surprising. opinion. Uh, but anyway, sorry, sorry, boys, to waste your time. This no, morning. no it's such thing. We appreciate you reaching out. You're going to be at the Year End Listener Awards next week, Thursday, uh, December 14th. I need 14th. to. I'm right down the road. I really should go. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'd be good to see. I haven't met Plowsy yet. I would like to meet Plowsy. Oh, wow. I'm glad that he's back. Like an invitation. Bring the wife. Oh. He says bring That's the wife. All right. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Smart my man. Wife, Gosh. I put, uh, I put Cassie on. Sorry, KT. I put Cassie on my Spotify list. Yeah. And we were listening to it the other day. Oh, yeah. My wife looks at me and she goes, this is the stupidest song I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> She doesn't have taste. Don't mention her name. Oh, I'm sorry, she... KG. I'm sorry, buddy. I love you. I'm well, if you download it, she's up to 14 followers now, so mm. she's happy. Yeah, for I you. know. Shots fired. But anyway, hey, you guys have a good show. Take care. Have a good weekend. Be hey, safe, everybody. Thanks, well, TMA right, Wallace, thank number you one. What a nice call. What a pleasant mm. gentleman. Is little archives is. keeper. Yeah. Yeah, that's a what a nice call. It's nice when you get a call and there's no ripping of anybody, just a nice conversation. Yeah, yeah well, the EDF text inbox does not feel the same way, unfortunately. This call is making me sad. That comes from Buzz. Uh, I'd like to hear more about this guy's uncle. That's from Midge or Madge. <laughs> uh, Plowsy's one of my favorite people I've ever met. Best of the best. That's from the 830 Recreator. Well, what a nice sentiment. Nice. What a nice sentiment. 830 Recreator also sent to the great sentiment when we were talking about our title sponsor. That is, of course, Brown and Crouppen. Doug, can you tell me a little bit about our title sponsor? That's Brown and Crouppen. Brown and Crouppen employs the 830 Recreator's mother. Yeah. And nice. she's doing fine work, and they love her there, too. And they'll do fine work for you. They don't just do fine work for the 830 Recreator. They do fine work for everyone in St. Louis. And they've been doing that since 1979, 44 years in the business now in St. Louis. Now headquartered in that uh, new building down there on the hill. They are tried and true St. Louisans, been here forever, and going to stay forever. A lot of times on TV you see these out-of-town law firms come in and advertise and tell you how they're uh, locally based and they're going to help you. And now, don't believe it, Brown and Crouppen are the... The guys that have been here for a long, long time, they know their way around the scene here. They know the other lawyers in town. They know the judges. They know all the courts. They know the system here better than anyone. They will take great care of you if you should have a potential personal injury case. They'll give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. And they want a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. So this is the law firm that you need to know. And you're saying, I wish they had a phone number. They do, and here it is now. 314-222-2222, or go to brownandcroupin.com. Make sure you, to let them know you heard it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. And you know what else is really important is uh, the dealership, the car people that you work with, and we have some people for you. They are, in fact, the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour. That is Munganast. They got St. Louis Acura. They mm -hmm. got Burkhardt Alton Toyota. They've taken care of all of us here on the dais and so many of our listeners. And they all, all those listeners, they they rave about the service because it's mm -hmm. top tier. I mean, both you two are driving Munganast whips. Both how, of you. How great is it that we found them? Right. We have this partnership. Right. It's really been fantastic. Yeah, if we didn't find them, I'd be taking a bus to work. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be walking. Well, I think they know that as I'd well. Be walking. Yeah, not just for us, but for our entire listenership, yeah. where you hear stories once a week, I feel like, of someone having just a lovely experience. And every time you go in there, it's like you feel like your family. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that said, geez, I, I didn't have a car guy before, and now I do. Now mm -hmm. I know where I'm going to go. I kind of know the people there. And they get to know me, and they have great snick snacks in the waiting room there for mm. getting your car worked on. Mm -hmm. It's 
just a fantastic place to go. So often, the, the whole car dealer thing is kind of an unpleasant experience. You don't know what you're getting into. You don't know if they're going to tell you that you need something that you don't need. No worries like that at all with Munganess. Straightforward people, salt-of-the-earth people, wonderful guys. We just couldn't speak more highly of them. I sent somebody to Clayton uh, a couple weeks ago. They were looking for... Um, they they listen to the show, but they said, where should I take the car? I know you said Munganess, but... I said, well, take it to St. Louis Acura because of where he lived. I said, because he just needed a tire rotation, oil change. He goes, you know, I can't. I take it to Jiffy Lube. I'm there for an hour, and then I get oil. I get, get tires rotated. I'm there for a day. I said, just call Clayton and see what he can do for yeah. you. Sure enough, call me. He said, took care of me. Shout out to my boy Tom. Who's Thirty your boy plus Tom? year vet. I think their head mechanic. He is unbelievable. Super nice guy. And I love when you pull into the service bar- department at that automatic garage door. It opens up oh, and yeah. just the cleanest area of the service department. That takes now, my garage. garage door doesn't work. Theirs does. Yes. They've She's got lots of mechanics right there to fix it if something goes you wrong. You can eat off that I floor, don't. It's amazing because of all it the work really they is. do. You walk in, it's like spotless. Yeah. yeah. The, you turn the car and it squeaks. The tires squeak off the floor. That. It's so clean. Whether it's pre-owned, new car, just to get your car service, that's Munganest, St. Louis, Acura, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Wonderful people. Uh, just like the people on the EDF group text line who say, what well, a pleasant fellow in regard to TMA all Walrus number one, but then also bleach him. And that came from mm. Hot Carl. Uh, call we should him. probably sell our own brand of bleach. <laughs> Do you think that would that would work as part of a TMA gift line? A TMA bleach. TMA bleach. We got to really you think can about it. hand to people that say something you don't like. Yeah, it's just their catchphrase is bleach him. You know, that kind of, yeah. maybe that's the, the name brand. Uh-huh. Bleach him. Bleach Eam. Your clothes and also people you don't like. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. For every time you call, you just have a little shot there ready for you once you're just done. Kind of, of like a, it's like a reward. What would a shot of bleach do to you? Uh, really mess up your insides. You're supposed to. I think to enough of it would murder kill co- you. <clears throat> kill COVID, according to some people. No, it I actually. It I, I remember some of the people that I knew used to use it to try and. And it was just microscopic, like drops in water, like two or three times a day to pass drug tests. It's supposed to clean really? out. But it wipes, it cleans you out too well. Like everything is super, de- like it's, it's noticeable. You have think? a tidy little colon? I, no, I meant just to pass a drug. I, I don't know what exactly. Wouldn't bleach it, show up in your urine? No, it just dilutes everything. Like it, it goes from like normal to... Not so much when they're testing it, but you can pass a drug test that way. If I'm just get really? someone else's urine. Yeah. I remember. Well, what yeah, they're was bad. Was it the Seinfeld episode when Elaine got some old lady to do it? And she goes, oh, sorry, you've gotten some old people disease or something. That's the poppy oh, seed episode, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah, she had, uh, uh, what's it called? I can't remember. But, yeah, she had, uh, like, her bone disease that yeah. old ladies had. Osteoporosis? Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> she kept eating poppy seed bagels. Yeah, you're not, you don't have uh, any drugs in your system, but you do have osteoporosis. <laughs> Coming up here on the program today, we actually have some stuff to get to. What have we got? Even sans Tim, we got some stuff. So uh, at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, we are going to announce the year-end award nominees. We are today? Not not the winners. That will, of course, be announced Thursday, December 14th at Hot Shots in Webster Grove. That starts at 7 p.m. Please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of our good friend, Jay Randolph Jr. But we will be announcing the nominee list. We'll have eight categories to announce. There will be ten categories at the awards proper. Okay. Well, what are these two categories that we're not going to announce? No, I'm sorry. We're going to announce 
the nominees for nine categories. Uh, the Jay Randolph Jr. Good Guy Award presented to you by the wonderful people over at Evergreen Wealth Strategies. That's Mark Hanna. Uh, that's just a winner. There's just winners and nominees for that. There'll just oh. be a winner for that. You know, there's no nominee list for that. But the five of us are voting on that? Yes, sir. So there's no nominees? We just throw out a name? We'll, we'll have an internal discussion about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have an internal discussion about who's going to win that, but everything else will have a nominee list. Don't say internal discussion. How, how would you? Why don't you just say we'll talk about it? Who votes on the nominee list? Listeners or us? The nominee list? Yeah. We did. I sent you guys that survey. I know, but the listeners don't vote on this, do they? Hell no. Okay. I don't oh remember God. last year. No, don't do that. No, the listeners did not vote on the nominee list. That is uh, that is our job. We are the committee. We have to. They'd be voting for themselves. Yeah, this is this is, is about integrity. And it's about uh, internal discussions. Internal discussions, and it's about us. And so yes, we have nominated. We have the nominee list that we will announce at the top of the eight o'clock hour, and then at the top of the nine o'clock hour, the great Lisa Ann will be joining us. Two part questions, fantasy football, left and right. So hop on into the. I think she'll be on the YouTube chat. Uh, screen today i believe that is the case she has not texted me otherwise so uh hopefully we'll have her on the utah uh, i didn't ask her she just uh, usually when she joins via the phone lines she will text me but she did not so i think that she'll be on oh berate her when she comes on then no there'll be no berating um It'll just be, it'll be all love, Doug. I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, sure. I'm, I'm a, a lover. a fighter. Yeah. I'm a lover. Hi, boys. I really enjoyed hearing the number one sports talk show in St. Louis finally break down the only in-town basketball team yesterday for a few minutes. You'd be surprised on the Venn diagram overlap of female listeners and basketball fans. Basketball fans. Happy Friday. That's from the Baldwin Beer Bitch. Oh, well, she's new. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I guess it could still be. You liked our Billiken breakdown? I guess. Was she listening to 101? She's at number one sports station in St. Louis. That would be them. I think she, I think she said show. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're number we're number one HD two. What number are we? Show from seven to ten in St. Louis, but in like the central corridor area. Well, we're the only show on this station right now. Right, but that still means we're the best. Yeah. You can frame it however you yeah. like, and I'm framing yeah. it in a positive manner. This was odd. We were going to Alvin Oak the other night, and. Um, Chrissy has like a 2022 Camaro, so it's a new car. No HD2 in her car. Hmm. That's on. Uh, isn't are you sure about that? Yeah. I bet. You, I bet she does. I bet. No, she... we were looking because you turn, you go to audio FM stations, and you see 105.7, and there's no HD2. It just goes 105.7 and 106 or whatever. There's no button for HD2. She got a lemon. Like on the Munganas car, I have. I can tick. Well, sure, Munganas car. I click have it. FM. And then I scroll, and right next to 105.7, the point is 105.7 TMA HD2. Right. She had no HD2 in her car, which I thought all new cars have HD2. Get your car at Munganash. You won't have that problem. Uh, they don't sell Chevrolets. Well, so, she would. So buy an Acura Toyota. I told her she should. Whip, whip. Uh, it's uh, pale. My wife pulled a left cheek during last night's anal gangbang. I oh. hope it doesn't impact the committee. That's from the recovering alcoholic. Ah. Gosh. I just picture that and... Hot. <laughs> it isn't hot. Oh, God. To pull a butt cheek muscle? Have you ever done that? It hurts. Yeah, it's hard so. to walk. I fall on my tail. Fell on my tailbone once. That's yeah. brutal. Oh, it, it is. Yeah. Did it bleed in your ass? Uh, I did not have a bleeding anus. Um, I didn't personally. Oh, my ass hurts. Yeah, well, that was cool. something like that. That was colonoscopy. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I. Uh, I don't think I like that. Chevrolets do not have HD. That's from the six three six. Uh, I'm shocked Iggy, Iggy couldn't find HD2. That's from Jonathan Mardukas. Good morning, cuties. I want to say I adore and love you boys. You bring joy to my life every day, and I'm 
For that, I'm sincerely grateful. I can always count on you guys to make me chuckle when I'm feeling down, and that's a beautiful thing. Almost as beautiful as Doug's rustic starfish. Okay, bleach him! Love you guys. That's from Cucky <laughs> oh. the Dwarf. Oh. Bleach him. Who was our... Mm. Is he our September listener of the month? Yeah, he was our September. So we have, we have, a, pool, we have a pool of 11 for the listener of the year. We have a pool of 11 people for our listener of the year. All of the Milagro Tequila listeners of the month okay. are in the pool. So uh, we already know those. You guys know those nominees, but we'll have I more of those. those. You didn't send those. Well, one. we don't have to vote on it because they're already decided. It's the... The listener of the year is. But I'm seeing. I didn't. You didn't. That's one of the ones you didn't send for the nominees for listener right, of the right, year. Right, 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 right. But we'll find those out today. Well, we already know who the listeners of the month are. We voted oh, on the, it. Oh, the listener of the year is only the people that have won listener of the month. Right. The pool of eleven. Oh, okay. Because my suggestion then made no sense. Well, we can work on some similar. No, we'll have an internal discussion about that. Yeah. Okay. Internal. Well, I like to do things on the air. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, but then, you know, then you can run into some stuff doing that. I, just I wanna, get that. I know that. I just want to always, always, if you're off the air, you can say whatever. Sure if you you're should. on the air, you got to watch yourself. So there's, uh, there's ups and there's downs. Uh, can someone b- grab my Milagro prize pack and bring it to me? Thanks. This is from Cucky the Dwarf. Cucky, come on out next week, Thursday, December 14th at Hot Shots. It's going to be a great time. You can grab everything, and you know you're in running for Listener of the Year. I'll bring it out for you if you're going to be there. Yeah, I'm not going to lug that thing around, and if you're not there, then i got to put it back in my car and bring it up here. So let me know. If you're going to be there next Thursday, I'll bring it for you. There you go. Easy enough. Just also easy enough that you can sign up for the TMA Listener of the Month for the month of December. So I guess with the month of December winner, when we vote on that at the end of the month, that will be uh, in the 2024 year-end awards. So then we'll have a pool of 12 for that. Oh. So it'll just it'll carry over, Doug. It's like a movie that's released like in the second week of January. You know, that's it's like a leap. For the like next a leap year. Yes, it's a leap year award. Yeah, it is. A, it is a leap year award. You can also hop in uh, with the pro, with the keyword "laugh," Doug, on the TMA app and okay. get tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco, December fourteenth, two thousand twenty-four. You can yeah. get tickets. I saw he has a new show on HBO Max called it's great. Bookie. Bookie. Have you seen it? Yeah, the first couple episodes I watched. Really? He, he is good. He just did a movie that came out last year. Something about his dad. Which was supposed to be funny as hell. Okay. Because um, he uses his dad in a lot of uh, a lot of his skits. Mm-hmm. He is funny, and Bookie is a great show. Is it? it? So it I looks... think it's number one on Netflix or HBO Max, whatever it's on. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. I was I was perusing uh, HBO Max, Doug, and I saw that he has a new TV show out, and I was like, I, I, the, from the picture, it looked like Kevin, like a young Kevin Costner. I was like, is that Kevin Costner turning the clock back with his mask, Elko? Was it? I, I recommend know. it. It's, uh, I think it's three episodes in, I think. So they're releasing them, like, one by one? Yeah. Nice. Well, it's HBO. If it was Netflix, they'd all be out, but HBO only does one a week. And it's real funny? Yeah, it's pretty good. Charlie yeah. Sheen, I saw, is in it. Um, yeah. Or at least has, like, a cameo in it at some point. I saw... Uh, it's created by Chuck Lorre. He he created uh, the Two and a Half Men. Chuck Lorre. Chuck, Chuck Lorre. Yeah, I'm surprised that Charlie, Big Bang Theory. Surprised Charlie Sheen made a cameo in there. I think he, him and Chuck Lorre had the, were on the outs. Right, right. Well, maybe they've uh, 
Maybe they've mended the fences. Yeah, he also did Bank oh, and Mike and Molly. This guy's so rich. Holy it's just hell. about uh, it's just about an old time bookie. Got it. Like my if my father was still alive, mm-hmm. and how they handle all the uh, online stuff. You can yeah. gamble now. You don't need a bookie, so it's kind of funny. I still have a bookie. I will be there next week. I want Iggy to follow me into the female restroom and breed me on the countertop. That's from Dirty Chewbacca. No, thank you. You ever had offers for breathing? <laughs> no. That's a little bit. No, no, I haven't. It's a little bit like right in your face. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen has been sober for six years. They made up with each other. It's from Eric in the Central West End. Well, good for them. All right. Uh, are we approaching the newest TMA segment where Strode attempts to plagiarize other comedians' jokes and absolutely butchers the hell out of them? Not sure we can top yesterday's terrible golf joke, but hey, let's give it a try. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. It wasn't terrible. It's just a lot of you it went over your heads, a lot of you people. Why has he got a ball in his pocket? I don't get it. If you understood the joke, you would probably have laughed. Well, a lot of it's in the delivery. It is in the delivery. Yeah. You got to see the facial expressions. Hell. Yeah. And the audience. If the audience is expecting a joke, they're a little bit more likely to laugh at it. Yeah, when I did the Mano Scalso throw in the pants, if it wasn't on YouTube, it would have made no sense because you wouldn't have seen my motion of standing up and throwing a pair of pants across the department It definitely store. was a lot better on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually the larger the audience, the easier it is to get a laugh, too. Yeah. If you tell a joke to someone face-to-face, more often than not, they'll just look at you and say, that was stupid. If you tell it in a big audience, they'll go, ha, 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 ha. They'll laugh just to kind of be polite. You almost want to, like, have plants there as, like, a couple, Mm. like, spread out across the room, you know, one Mm -hmm. in one corner and one in the other, and just have them really fire off some laughs. Yeah. Because laughter, of course, Doug, is contagious. Well, sure it is. And so, uh, I understood it, and I didn't laugh. That's from Hey Man, He Man. I doubt you understood it. Your humor is probably too sophisticated for most. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, plus it, was, it had to do with match play, which nobody understands. Right, Except that's him. the key. That I think that ultimately is the key. Uh, just like the key right here is Dear Deidre, having a threesome is my biggest fantasy, so when my boyfriend suggested one, I was excited. But then there was a push Oh, I'm sorry. But then when push came to shove, he bottled it and left me with another man. Now he's saying that I cheated on him. I'm 32. My boyfriend is 34. And we've been together for four years. I've always wanted a threesome, but my boyfriend was never keen until we were on holiday in America. Oh, gee. I wonder what country this one's from. One boozy night, he announced that he was interested and that one of the men we've been chatting seemed to like the perfect third partner. I was excited, especially at this other guy who was attractive and seemed very flirty with both of us. We were doing shots together, and my boyfriend broached the topic with him quietly and then reported back to me that he was really interested. Everything seemed perfect. My boyfriend and I were dancing together, and then this man joined in. I felt so sexy, but after my boyfriend came back from the toilet, he did oh. a complete U-turn. She said toilet? Yes. I'd say Lou. Mm. He pulled me aside, announcing it didn't feel right anymore, and he was off to bed. It was so weird. Stunned, I stayed and had a nightcap with our new friend. We went back to his room, taking the night, talking the night away. The next day, my boyfriend was furious. Even though I insisted nothing had happened, I promised him it was our only friendly, but now he says he'll never trust me again. Was I naive to put myself in this situation? I still don't think I've done anything wrong. Well, Deidre's got some suggestions. Okay. For some couples, threesomes can be fun, but for others, they can cause huge problems, including jealousy and a loss of trust. It's likely your boyfriend changed his mind because ultimately he didn't like seeing you entertain other men. 
even though you didn't take anything further. Spending your entire night with a man he knew you wanted to have sex with probably sent his anxieties into overdrive. Instead of being on the defensive, try to talk to him about his feelings and listen with open ears. Showing him that you care and understand his point of view will ease things between you. My support pack relationship, MOT, will help you. M-O-T. I don't know that. Mode of transportation. Okay. Relationship, MOT, will help you. As might might couples therapy. It's like a Kevin Miller email. See TavisStockRelationships.org, 020-7380-1960. That's a terrible answer. Ask him how his feelings, check with his feelings. That's not going to work for the guy, and you know you banged him. Oh. Nobody goes to the guy's hotel room, and we chatted the night away. Now you banged your night away. Did they? She had a nightcap. Maybe maybe it wasn't in the room? It's possible. They just chatted? No, it didn't say went back to his room and chatted the night away. Hmm. That's possible? No. It's yes, not. it is. <laughs> she said he was flirting, and he was attractive. I was looking forward to it. You went and banged him. Well, we don't Be know Be honest that. with yourself, and don't lie to Deidre. Or Sally Land, whoever answers those things. It is possible uh, just to talk and not go all the way with it. Sure, it's possible, but I don't think in this case it was. Yeah. I don't think they went to the room, though. I'm trying to read. Everything seemed perfect. My boyfriend and I were dancing together, and then this man joined in. It feels like they're at the club. Yeah, but so then sexy. after that, when he went to bed, he uh, put the kibosh on it and went to bed. So stunned, I stayed and had a nightcap with our new friend. All right, keep reading. Oh, we went back to his room, talking that away. All right, Iggy nailed it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't bang. Yeah, even if you made out with him, that's cheating. But do you think he's more upset about the banging or the fact that she's, like, really, like, actually, like, interested in talking with this other gentleman? No, I, he thinks the same thing I did. He doesn't believe her. You didn't talk the night away. You went back and had sex. Yeah, I was a naughty, naughty little girl. Oh. <laughs> so that's got to be a cuck. I mean, if that's not a cuck, what the hell is? No, that's a cuck. Yeah, 100%. I wonder where in America they were. Maybe St. Louis. Maybe it was they me. They weren't anywhere near America. It was me. I've shadowed a lot of girls in the rooms. It could have been you. Even this story gets back to you. Oh, yeah. Why don't you get this address in Ohio and then pop off? (laughs) (laughs) Fix Doug's garage door opener. I'm really concerned about your garage door opener. Yeah. You can lower it. I mean, you can raise it, but it it won't go down. Hmm. You you got to hold the, the button all the way, all the time. And the one in the car doesn't work. The remote in the car, so when you back out, you can't close it. Mm. Now, Doug, I hate to ask this question, but you got to cover all your bases with this phone situation. Is there a possibility you actually did send an empty box? Now, I'm I'm actually, think about this scenario there in February. There's no situation where you sent an empty box. It was one million percent in there. Uh, a, a million percent? I can't say that. I do get a little spacey at times. It's hard. It's, so it's possible that I made a mistake. Just to cover that, I've looked all over okay. the house to see okay. if that phone is there I'll somewhere. Sure. It isn't. I, I was even I was even kind of proud of myself the way I put the phone back in and it fit perfectly in the holder okay. and the box lid came back on. It is a moment you And do I wrapped remember. it up again. Yeah, I remember doing all of it. All right. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't sitting in like one of your drunk drawers there in your estate. In the estate, yeah. Well, it could the have been gold in the bar. bar. Maybe yeah. it's in the gold bar drawer. Yeah. Right. right. Guest house number two. I have, two no, I have no need for the phone. I have no reason to try to scan them out of the phone. The same thing doesn't work anyway. <laughs> I meant on accident. I wasn't saying you got yeah. this elaborate iPhone scam scheme going no, on. No, it is. Yeah, I thought of that. I thought, I thought, did I leave that thing on the kitchen counter or something? But it's not around anywhere. It is odd to me that... You you go through a local T-Mobile. I had the same thing at Verizon when I got a new phone. 
And they're like, you have to send it to the headquarters. Why can't I just give it to the store and then you guys send it? The store wants nothing to do with it. That's what's so, I I guess, liability is the reason. But aren't you having much more liability when you bring in a third-party shipping service? The store just wants to sell you the service. They don't want to deal with the hardware of it. Right, I guess. I'm sure my one butt plug is around somewhere. (laughs) What What a transition. Are we changing the subject? No, because I had had two of them. And um, <laughs> you know, as well, if it was unboxing. I didn't buy them. Yeah. And they were kind of the same. They were silver, kind of nicely. One's bigger than the other one. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. And um, it's impossible for the butt plug to be nice looking. Right by, right <laughs> by my front the door. They're, they're very pretty. They're they're silver, shiny. Um, but they're right by the door because I don't have a lot of space, so I had to put one of my little knickknack bookshelves next to the door where I have some trophies and stuff, and I had the two butt plugs there. And sometimes when I shut the door, like one of the plaques will fall off the thing or whatever I have will fall off there, and i got to go put it back up because the door's slamming. Thick walls. Well, I had a box there that every year me and a, a friend of mine, we exchange Christmas presents. And I always get it out early because you don't know how long it's going to take in December. And I just had a, a couple of T-shirts in there and some stuff. And um, so I boxed it. And wrapped it and sent it, but I can't find this butt plug that was on that shelf. I'm wondering when I slammed the door if that butt plug didn't fall into the box, went down to the bottom. I didn't know, and I mailed this thing, and he's going to end up with a butt plug in his box. You're going to be sending him the wrong sort of message. I can't find the other butt plug, and it was on that that uh, knickknack thing. So what's going to be the conversation when this person that you've I have to tell him it was an accident. I was sitting there on the shelf, and it must have fallen off when I Maybe slammed the door. Maybe you know what it is. I wouldn't. If I received one in the mail, I wouldn't immediately identify that as a butt plug. <laughs> well, you'd smell it once, and then you'd have oh! a good idea. Well, I've never used it. Oh. Big guy, it, looks, it, looks, it looks like a paperweight, but... <laughs> Zach's wife, Gummy, said, did you check your butt? <laughs> oh. I've never used it, so... The last place you'd look. I, I know it didn't get lost in the move because I remember putting it on it's like the shelf. Like having your sunglasses on your head and asking where they are. Yeah. I remember putting it on the shelf, the one with the uh, little feather bow on the end of it. So I don't know, he may get uh, a couple of shirts and a butt plug in his thing. So what if he what if he does know what it is and then he kind of you know thinks the relationship has developed? No, I'll tell him the story that I just told. I, said, yeah. I think it just fell in the box. No, this is a decoration butt plug. This is not for use. You send a male friend of yours a couple of shirts for Christmas? Yeah, we kind of like T-shirts or like it's just a guy that I knew from Bermuda. We've stayed in touch all these thirty years. And uh, best friend? Is this we send back. Who is this no, gentleman? Terry, Terry Westhaver. Terry Westhaver. Why are you Sounds exchanging gifts with Westhaver? Sounds like some old money. No, he's. Canadian, but I think he moved to the States. Well, I know he moved to the States because I'm sending the box to the States. Um, he married a girl and then he moved back to Bermuda. I think he moved back to the States again. But anyway, we just kind of keep in touch. We were golf buddies. We played Port Royal Golf Course like probably 200 times together. Um, he was about the only guy that I worked with that played golf, so we played all the time. And we just became friends. Are you concerned that the butt plug maybe didn't make the move from your one apartment to the other? No, because I said I remember putting it on that shelf. Okay. And Christy saw him the other night when she was hanging, not the other night, but when she was hanging the uh, picture, she goes, oh, my God, you need two of them? I said, no, they're just for decoration. Now, I remember once you brought one of them in here, and I thought that was jumping the shark personally. Yeah, I did too. I thought yeah. that was oh, a step too far maybe. Well, everybody... Everybody saw him on the unboxing that watched. Well, Everybody. So what? That doesn't mean you bring it to the workplace. Everybody saw the butt plug. Everybody knows what you shoot. And, and everybody you, knows you take the two weeks uh, off. And when you say everybody, box. you mean a handful of people. 
Uh, there were more. There was upwards of 200 people watching the unboxing. That's the halcyon days. It's a long way from everybody. <laughs> Unlike the cooking show, but um, yeah, that lost a little steam towards the end. I think it was the start time. Four o'clock is tough. Yeah, nobody's people are still working, and I'm eating. And you would actually eat right after you eat dinner at four fifty. Do you still do that? I eat about four o'clock. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, a good way to go. I'm not even done snacking before dinner. Pre-dinner snacks. For staying slender, that's the way to do it. I eat yeah, around eat four, then I'll have some dessert around six. And is that your one meal a day? Is that dinner and dessert? Yeah, unless I'm really hungry, I may make a sandwich at noon or something, but it's very rarely. But I may sit there and gnash on some Cheez-Its or. Oh well, that's no good. Oh, I, could oh, I love Cheez-Its. I, I do die. too. Cheez-Its are a wonderful snack. Yeah. Oh man, they're no. Good. No one cares about your butt plugs, you creep. They aren't knickknacks. No one wants you to display the butt plug you wear when you play tucky tucky and dance around your hovel. That's from Beer Cats. Mm. Well, I've never done that, and you know, if you don't under, you don't want to hear the butt plug story, just you and your son get together and come up with another great thing for the seven days, twelve days of Christmas. I'm sure we'll get that soon. No one cares how you adorn your shoebox. This is so sad. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cuddy's mic? Cuddy's mic. <laughs> it's all one word. Right. Cuddy's mic. Kind of like newsman. <laughs> newsman. <yeah. laughs> Can we explain again to Ken that there is more to the audience and frankly society than those on Facebook? That's from Zach's wife, Gummy. No, I'm talking about the people listening to the show and listeners who would watch the unboxing. You're listeners. So if you're a listener, you could have watched me on. You don't. But I, most don't. But I don't have it private. You can join and watch if you want. So they, most people, almost everybody, should know the whereabouts of this butt plug. <laughs> well, they wouldn't know be. the whereabouts of it. It's probably in a box sent to Terry's Terry. about to find out. He's about to rock that man's world. Can we call Terry and see if he That'd be nice. It? I'm not sure he got it yet. I sent it uh, last Friday, so I doubt it's there yet. I think they made GPS tags. Right, like an air tag. Yeah. For butt plug. I well, think the first Apple one they made identifiers yeah. Yeah. got a butt plug. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, obviously, this is it. For situations just like this. Yeah. More. Oh, I mean, some people, I'm sorry, but some people, I know of two people that uh, go through customs when they're going to hedonism and open the bag. And there's strap-ons and no. dildos ah. and everything in there. And they're so embarrassed when the... TSA opens their bag and look at all this stuff. And he held it up. He goes, well, then don't be such a creep. <laughs> well, How about that? You're going to hedonism where so you use what? those things. You don't have to use them. Remember when we were talking about cast, uh, chastity cages when, uh, <laughs> I said chastity, I have uh, friends, real friends on my mind. Uh, chastity cages down at hedonism where people would put their, their, their love inside of a, a little cage. These are creepy Messed up people. If you're going to hedonism and you're bringing that kind of stuff through an airport, you've got real issues. No. KG, is this reek you've of kink shaming? Real yeah, kink sh you're kink shaming the hell out of these yeah, people. Yeah, I'm picking yes, up big kink shame vibes. Just <laughs> because they like using strap-ons and maybe a, a dildo or something. That's, or that cage, the casting yeah, cage. Yeah, you're kink shaming. It's weird. How Very rarely do you get a bullet or a hedo. You're not going to buy them there. And it's stupid to carry it through an airport in your carry-on luggage. It means you're a creep. You can just wear it on the plane. Yeah, now we're talking. Well, you bring it on a carry-on Case your luggage is lost. At least you got something to do when you no, get the heat. Right, like your phone. Her husband called and asked me to join him in the pool. You're yeah. a twisted well, creep. <laughs> That's what it means. What well, about the chastity And cage the people stuff. at TSA have every reason to make fun of you in front of all the other passengers. <laughs> I got an interview later today. Hey, hey. Cure me up as a creep. Morning. Has anyone seen any of my pesky butt plugs? They're pretty, worthy of being displayed apparently, and fit nicely into the golden ticket winners of my discarded trash cigarette 
cigarette stain dishware and other fecal toys. Thanks. That's from oh. Gunter. Give her a fake gifts for the sake of this made-up story. My goodness. Well, it's not a made-up story. It may not have fallen in the box. I don't oh, know. Where else I can't it find be? it. Maybe the, it fell behind the thing. I don't know. What, do you need another one? Do you need a listener to send no, you another one? No, I don't one? need I have that. a few extra. I don't no. need another one. I don't. I just think they're kind of good-looking. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. No, I mean, if you just had a plastic butt plug sitting there, flush colored, this is a nice silver, shiny. Sure, nice. I'm sure. You put it on the. It almost looks like a trophy it's on the. Classy. Uh, artisan. Yeah. It's an artisan butt plug. Yeah. This is like the local McDonald's where the old retired guys gather in the morning and prattle on endlessly about mundane subjects over a cup of coffee. That's from Manute Bowl eligible. Yeah. Kind of. You show me where you go to McDonald's. Hey, Jim. Lost a butt plug. Yeah, I went north. Might have fallen in the box. Sign me up. I They're not talking about that at McDonald's. I went through a truck stop once, Doug. It was yeah. like uh, southern Missouri, probably 7 a.m., and there was like 12 older gentlemen all in loose denim just kind of sitting over a cup of coffee solving all the world's problems. I've seen that, too, when you're driving somewhere and you yeah. pull off the interstate. A lot of these small towns, farming communities, they don't have a Starbucks or a coffee shop to go gather at. Yeah. McDonald's is a place. I kind of like it, you know? Old guys got people to talk to. You're not wailing your, wailing your day away just doing nothing like me. You know, you get out with your friends and you have some coffee and you chat. I wish I knew people like that. Get a group. I'm sure that they I have mean, some. The sort only of... human interaction I get is in here. <laughs> and, and, and that's was, a problem. God, I was on vacation. I came back from vacation. I just wanted to hug somebody. He's like, God, look, people. Uh, did you? There were there days on your vacation where you didn't like speak, like where you didn't like actually like vocalize anything. Oh yeah, unless I talk to myself. But. One day I want to hold a panda bear. Mm. Yeah, I talk to myself at least once or twice. Well, how can you get how can you get past this rut? How can you get a, a circle of social well, I don't acquaintances? Care. I don't care. Well, you just said you were. Well, yeah, you were missing can, human well, what interaction. What can you do? I don't see anybody. But the effort, the effort. Like you I, don't want to put the effort. It's on. not like I worry about it. Maybe get back to bowling. Get on a bowling team. Oh, I could again. call somebody and say, "Let's go have a drink," but it's eh, can't be bothered. So then you like it? Yeah, but it's still, it's kind of you know not actually seeing a human being or talking to a human being for a period of time. So you don't like it? It's like putting yourself in solitary confinement. Kind of with, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to yeah, sit there and chat with somebody. Your own prison. But I don't know anybody there. That's not a vacation. That's a prison sentence. That's from Zach's wife, Gummy. Yeah, it's just about a week in the slammer. <laughs> I caught up with a lot of TV shows. Do you think anyone ever had to pull out a butt plug from their rectum because it set off the alarms at TSA? That's from mm. the 314. That's why you go rubber. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, travel size, probably rubber, right? Right. I bet, I bet if you tell them, they're like, all right, you can keep that one in there. Why in the world would you put your sphincter through that? Yeah, you just dare to say, okay, yeah, it's in there. No, you some, want to do it here? You want to go to the back I think, room? I think Where most, do you want to go? Most women are ones that use butt plugs. I wouldn't think. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think it's, both. Oh, I think yeah, both. both, but I would think the majority of butt plugs are used on women. people on planes that have them in? Is that what you're telling me? Well, transatlantic, you gotta you know keep the pleasure. No, going. you don't. I didn't say that. I'm sure some people wear them when they travel. Would, would you rather them put yeah. it in before they get through TSA or on the plane? Because I would much rather them no, do it before. No, you go right, but like after checkpoint and going through, you got plenty of big bathrooms in the airport right. before. It's the Hudson plane. News. I like to wait till I'm on the plane. I call it sky plugging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You wait till right before the bathroom. Well, yeah, cruising cruising altitude. altitude. Nailed it. Jinx. Jinx. They would have to check. Mm. If you can even tell them, you can say, "Look, this is going to go off because I have a metal butt plug." <laughs> they're still going to. They're still going to search you, and they're going to pull your pants down and make sure it's a butt plug. They're about to find. They're about to find something. Well, wouldn't they tell you that this is not allowed? Oh, no, you can't say it's a metal object. You, you could you hijack can't. a plane with that. You can't. You could tell pull somebody. it out and say, 
hold it up to the stewardess. I will take over this plane. She said, you can have it. You can't. You this can't make somebody take it. This is a metal butt plug. People, back up. If you were no, piling, don't search me. If you were piling the plane, you'd have to be concerned about sure, the gentleman wielding. Sure, you just put your hands up in the air. It's yours. No, <laughs> the controls. No, there's nowhere in TSA's guidelines that you can't have a butt plug. Yep. You don't know that. So you we'll double wear, check on that you one. You can wear a butt plug, and they couldn't tell you to take it out. Can't you just cooperate? <laughs> can't you just go along with the rules? That's not a rule, Doug. Well, it, it probably is. Show no. me. If you're setting, if you're setting off the alarm, KG is right. It means you're There's doing nothing something in the TSA wrong. that says you can't wear a butt plug. Thank but you, it says you can't go in with metal either. You can't go in with metal objects. What do you mean? Right. You can wear, you can wear a bracelet, or you can wear a you necklace. You have to take it off you before take going. Take all that stuff off. But then, okay, what you right. do is you take it off before you go through the checkpoint, and then right when you're back through it, you stuff it right back up there. Yeah. So it's not against the the yeah. law to wear a butt yeah. plug. What do you think they'd say if you just took it out and put it on the little conveyor belt right before you went through the? It's probably been done. I may do that next time I travel. <laughs> I'm gonna have it in my pocket. I'm gonna take out my keys and everything. And then I'm gonna put the butt plug in there too. Most right, people me... wouldn't even know what it is. But if you pull it out of your ass, because most people aren't so twisted that they would actually use such a device. But they would ask, "What is that?" And I would say, "Butt plug." Right, and they would know. Uh, Charles Lindbergh had an old-fashioned wooden butt plug. That's from a new fall eligible. That's how he made it over. Everyone else before all those people that died trying to do the transatlantic flight didn't have one. He realized the X factor was going to be rectal pleasure. It'd make more sense if Amelia Amelia Earhart had one on. Well, that didn't, I guess we'll never know on that. Uh, remember that story of the girl who had one in during an MRI and it tore through her body? That's from Norfolk Steak. I don't remember that it story. It tore through the body? I remember that story. Moved? I remember that story of the gentleman who fell on a, a bar stool during a, a fight and it went right through his rectum. Uh, rectum? Damn near killed him. Nailed it. Set Doug up and watch him hit it 300 down the middle. Better a sketch. That just works. That, all it does a, is work. If works. it was a metal butt plug and you went to an MRI, the, the magnet would probably, it would, yeah. it would probably pull the butt plug up mm. to now, the magnets, oh, right? Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> but this maybe is what... not, because people have metal devices in artificial limbs. Yeah, and... right. But I bet they have some, uh, I don't know. I, I've never had an MRI, so I don't know. Oh, I've had a few of them. And they're fun? No, you got to sit absolutely perfectly still, and all around you, about a six inches away from your head is bang, 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 bang. And it goes for like half an hour. And don't move. Don't move a muscle. Well, if you like cough, start over. You might have to. I had to start over once. I was real proud of my because I'm kind of fidgety anyway. And I was real proud of myself for sitting so still. And they said, well, you're moving all over the place. I am not moving. Bang, 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 bang. How can you not move? I'm dying in here. Oh, man. A geriatric junior producer's masturbation staycation and butt plugs on planes. Great job, guys. I'm sure Tim is really proud. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. That's what we got today. And what we also have on the other side of this commercial break is going to be the announcement of the nominees for the TMA Listener Year End Awards. I know everyone's waiting on pins and needles, so we're going to announce that on the other side of the commercial break. In the meantime, though, I want to tell everybody where the wager this weekend. That is, of course, the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas, which is now in Illinois. That's the Circa Sports app. Can Circa. Dallas and Philadelphia, is there any way that doesn't go over? Dallas and Philly, what's the numbers in that I mean, there? It's got to be 55 or so, I would think. Dallas and Philly, 55. I may go over to Illinois and use that. Uh, On Circa? Circa and yeah, bet then. that's a great play to do it. You can obviously bet a ton of NFL games. Um, uh, NBA in-season tournament finals on Saturday, Doug. Pacers and Lakers. Who's going to win that one? Can't wait. Uh, The total on that game, Iggy, is 51 and a half. And uh, the money and the volume of bets is pretty split. 
uh, but more people are thinking like you and that the over is the play. If you want to bet on that, let me suggest you head over to the Circa Sports app. If you live here in St. Louis, you just drive across the river. If you already live in Illinois, sign up because it's sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. You want to talk to a chatbot when you talk with Circa. No, 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 no. You're going to talk to a real human, the same people that run the Circa Resort out there in Las Vegas. Like I said, plenty of football on a fell side to bet this weekend, college hoops, hockey, National Basketball Association, all of that is available with the Circa Sports app. So visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. And Plowhawk Design Air sponsors the email of the day. The standings currently sit at Buck Swope and JV Golf Coach with two wins apiece as Brian Henshin, the bowl executive, has won. And uh, pretty warm today in St. Louis. Warm yesterday. People out there shaving strokes, but... Got up to 68. Yeah, you know, yeah, really nice. But you know that weather won't persist, I'm sure, towards the end of the month. We're going to see some real low temperatures, and if that's the case, you need to get your furnace tuned up. Toot sweet, Doug. And uh, you call Design Air Mm. Heating and Cooling Plaza. Can I hear a little about Design Air? Design Air Heating and Cooling is the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. They're online at designairservice.com. And yeah, I know it's warm right now, but it's inevitably going to cool down and your furnace is going to be working over time. So when that happens, you want to make sure it's working. Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling says get that furnace tuned up and do so very easily, very quickly by going to designairservice.com and clicking on the Book Now tab. I had it done last month. Incredibly easy. They were in, they were out, and now we have peace of mind for the winter months. It's all at Design Air Heating and Cooling. I'm on at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Doug Vaughn is a client. I am a client. And once you work with Design Air, you will be a client as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Design Air. Buttery editing touch there by Fingers Plowhawk. Fingers Plowhawk. (laughs) Fingers, flow, hawk. All right, so that's going to close out our Munganast 7 o'clock hour. On the other side of the break, we are going to be announcing the TMA End of the Year Awards, the nominees for our listener year-end awards. Very exciting stuff. Looking forward to doing that. If you're just now cycling on, Tim is out today. He is out ill. We hope he feels better real soon. But we got the uh, – they, they call us the JV squad. I think that's just wrong. I think we're uh, – mm-hmm. you know, we're just we're, – we're down our, our quarterback. That's all right. Next man up mentality. We're, we're members of the varsity. It's just that we we never score. Right. We're just kind of on the team. Right. We're role players. Yeah. We watch we watch another guy do it. Right. Right. And, and we're just there. Right. We'll, we'll defend. We'll lock up on we, the perimeter. We act like we try to. Right. Right. We'll try to grab a board or two. But uh, you know, next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.